Mar marriage is a God thing. So you're about to get some real answers for real marital issues. We ain't sugarcoating nothing. <laughs> we are married, married for real. What's happening? Happy Once again, Friday, it's Friday. Welcome here, man. Welcome here again to Marry for Real. We're excited today. We're straight up, just hey, turned up, hey, excited, hey. ready for this <laughs> this new message today. And yes. this will happen to be the last message for this um, the series, the Unbreakable Bond. Right? Yes, yes. We're wrapping it up today. Keep in mind that next Friday, yeah, we're taking a break. <laughs> We taking a break. <laughs> the last Friday of every month, there will be no Facebook Live, so y'all better get it in today. Go ahead and share this video. Woo! Y'all know what to do. <laughs> Come on, man, share this video real quick. Share it. Um, pump it through your um clubs, yes, any kind yes, of groups yes. and stuff like that. Do watch parties. We want to get everybody. Who needs this message today up in here because it's gonna be so powerful. Yeah, yeah. All yep. month we've been talking about how do we get closer? How in the world do we um, build this intimacy within yeah, marriage, right? Come on now, don't y'all wanna be closer to your spouse? It's been working with us, right? It's been working, baby. We've been putting the word, we've been putting the word to work, baby. Come on, we've man. been working the word. This message is just as much for us. Yep. As it is for you guys. Come on Let me now. tell you something. This word has been challenging us as well. Come on. Let's do some shout outs, babe. We're going to shout out and we're going to see who we are from, who y'all are right now. Let's check this out. Everybody, y'all welcome up. Welcome in. All right. So I see we got Tawanda from Virginia. What it do? What it do? What's happening? Beandra from Norcross, Georgia. What's up, sis? What is going on here? Andrea from St. Louis. What's happening? I believe it's Anthony Spear Oliver from Macon, Georgia. What's up? We got a lot of Georgians in here. What's going on, y'all? What What's about, happening? Family. What's happening? I see Jay, Jay Talbert. What's happening from What's up, Bubba? Charleston, South Carolina, Chucktown in the house. We got uh, Stacy. Uh, who's that? Brittany. Good morning. Good morning. Tommy from California. What's up, y'all? Good morning What's to happening? the West Coast people. The West Coast, West Side up in here. West Side. Come on now. We're all the happily married folks at. Come on through. There's some there's some happy married people out here. Let's keep it real. Who What's, else you got there? We got we got Tawana. Did you say Tawana from Gulfport? Uh what's that? Mississippi. What's up? What's up? Uh La Quinta. Hey, hey. Man, we got Georgia up in the house, Nakima. What a From do. Charleston. What up, what up? Uh, we, man, what's what's up, man? Don't forget to share, share this post because you might just win something for free. And we know how people, our people like free stuff. Our people like free stuff. Come so on through. share the post. Yep, Do yep. some watch parties right now. We're going to give you all a chance and go. All right. And I'm going to continue to shout out my family here. Kamara Lucas, what's up with you, girl? Kendra Glover fam, what it do, what it do? Stacy Williams, what's up with your girlfriend? Janelle from North Carolina. Nikki Williams, I see you in here fam. I see you, I see you, I see we you. We ready? I think we ready, Brady. Hold on, let me get some coffee in me real quick. Brittany Hamilton, oh my God, y'all out here today. I see y'all all through. Jennifer Guy, what's up fam? You and Rico, what's up with y'all today? Man, y'all out here, man. I'm trying to get all of y'all. 4T, what's up honey bun? 
Kimberly, what it do, what it do, what it do? Oh man, Emma Ward, I see you, girl. What's Tanya happening? Thomas, I see you from Georgia. Bless you as well, sis. Jason, come on now. Y'all ready to get turned up for marriage? Miriam from New York, man. Y'all out here. I see y'all. I see y'all. Right. I think we ready we now, ready? babe. I hit a bell. I hit a bell. Don't leave me hanging. There All we right. go. What is happening, y'all? What All is right. happening? What is happening? Welcome again to another week of M4R Married for Real, where we get yes. real. We get straight up transparent. Yeah. We get gritty sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But the main thing we want to do is show y'all, you know, the godly, godly kind of marriage, the kingdom kind of marriage. And so that's what we're doing, man. All month we've been talking about what? The unbreakable the bond. The unbreakable bond. Building the kind of intimacy that is unbreakable. Come on now. That's what we've been talking about. So for those of you who are new to Marry For Real, I am Christina. That's gorgeous. You gorgeous, girl. Hey, hey. This you is my good. sexy, amazing husband, LaTroy. Come all on right. with it, baby. Stay right there and touch me all you want. <laughs> you touch me again. This one. And together we are married for real. Listen, our vision is to aid in the healing and the rebuilding of broken messages. Yes. I'm sorry, broken marriages. Look at me. Get it together, girl. Broken marriages all over the world. You so thinking about me? <laughs> That's what it is? See, you making me jittery, y'all. I still get the butterflies sometimes when I sit around this one right here. All but right. anywho, that is what we are here to do. That is why we pump out marriage material, biblical and practical marriage material yes. every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Yes. So don't forget to like our Facebook page so yes. that you can get notified whenever we go live on Facebook. Also, check out our website at marriedforreal.com. I think we're ready, babe. We're ready? We're ready. Let's All right. Topic, topic, right, the what's topic, the topic? The topic right now today is going to be basically two servants in love. That's what we're talking about. Two servants in love. Do you love me? If you love me, then why aren't you serving me Come the way that God now? wants us to serve? So that's what we're talking about today. It's going to be good, y'all. It's going to be real good, man. Yes. We talk, we're talking about how to build that unbreakable bond and how to get that closeness, that intimacy that you really want in your marriage, but... We discovered that during prayer and, and just spending time with God and, and, and a lot of um, really hit and misses mm -hmm. in our marriage that, you know, a lot of intimacy and, and closeness come from serving each other. It does. And that's why we're talking about two servants in love. That's right. And let's look at this word servant because a lot of times this word gets a bad rep. It you know, do. it's it sort do. of like. What do you mean servant? I'm not your slave, you know? And so it can come across with a, like a negative, yeah. you know, feel to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, you know, some may say, okay, it's a slave, it's a hired help or a personal attendant. Right. Why can't we be each other's personal attendant? Like, what's wrong with that? Why they, can't they, I personally they, attend to all of your needs? You know why, though? Why? Because I got what you want and, and you, you got, got what, what I need. need. <laughs> And see, that's the thing, you know. Yes. That's what we got to understand is that when we that. when we serve each other, we are giving each other what we need yes. and what we want. Yes. And so, serving serving in marriage ain't a bad word. It's not serving servant being a servant in general ain't a bad word. Mm -mm. And this is one thing that if you implement this in your marriage, if you apply this to your marriage, that you will become closer because now you are giving your spouse what they want. And but the thing about being a servant is mm. it could be some of the hardest things to do, the yeah. hardest thing to do because you gotta take your mind off yourself. All of that, all of that, babe. So we're gonna go ahead and kick it off and jump into point number one. My you guys, y'all know how we do, y'all know how we do. So point number one is what's in it for me? What I'm gonna get from what this. What am I gonna get if I serve you, bro? Come on, and, and what that, are you gonna give me? That's how I used to think. 
I was straight up. Want to testify? Love. I'm gonna just testify. say. I'm gonna just be real. I was straight up. I love my wife, mm -hmm. but I was just straight up selfish. Mm. All I thought the marriage was about me. That she was supposed to give me what I wanted. She was supposed to cook for me, clean for me. She was supposed to give me the sex when I mm. wanted. I thought that marriage was about me, and all I had to do is go and make the money, and you know. Stuff like that. Yeah. And so everything he just said, it can certainly come across like, dang, am I just here to be your slave? You understand? So it can't, when when only one person is serving in the marriage, it can't come across like, dang, am I just a slave? Right. <laughs> but what does it look like when there's two parties who are willingly serving each other fervently serving one another. And see, this is the thing about serving you guys. Serving our spouse keeps our hearts close to our spouse. Wow, that's good, babe. If we're focused on serving our spouse, we're not distracted. We're not that's looking so at good. who else ain't doing what or whatever so passing good. by our eyes. We're focused on our spouse. So it also helps to keep our marriage first. That's so good. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking, what can I do to please God and right under God is my husband. Come my on, babe. My God. What can I do to put a smile on your face today? Come on now. And that's how we roll, right? It's, yeah, it's all about keeping our marriage first. So that is why it's so important to serve your spouse. That's it. But how many know every marriage isn't like this? We have self-absorbed, arrogant people in marriages these days. And that's why it's so hard when we, when we talk about intimacy, it's Listen. hard to get close in a marriage. It's hard to have that intimacy because mm -hmm. when you have a spouse that all they do is think about them, mm -hmm. all they do is thinking about, you know, how can I please myself? Yep, what's in it for you me? You know, when when really God designed marriage and God designed humanity really to, for us to serve each other, but through the serving, we'll really get fulfilled. Yeah. When we, whenever we serve, see that's the that's the that's the thing about when we serve, mm. we think that we're not a, we're not going to be fulfilled. But the Bible actually says that it's better to give Ooh, than, than to receive. receive, and this goes across the board. It's not even only talking about financial giving; it's right. talking about giving out of your life. Come on, babe. And when you do that to your spouse, yes, you are actually being fulfilled, and you'll find out that when you start giving and giving, giving it to them, yes. eventually they're going to say, even if they're not, they don't have that attitude of giving back to you, they're going to want to give to you. They're going to want to serve you. That but part. it has to start from you. It has it to gotta start. start from you. Listen, come on through, you guys. This is a message of self-reflection today, all right? So keep in mind, serving our spouse makes us more selfless. Selfless, generous, come considerate, come on here. caring, sacrificial. Come on now. This sounds like that Bible kind of love, That's, right? That sounds like God. It sounds like God. It yeah, sounds that sound like God. See, now you have people all in the marriage that, you know, they're supposed to be holy. Mm. They all, you know, they're close to God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to the man a little bit. <laughs> they're close to God. Yep, yep, yep. But we tend, men tend not to um, want to be the servants because we tend to think that we, we're supposed to be dominant in every area of our marriage mm -hmm. and that women are supposed to just be our, like our slaves or something like Pretty that. Pretty much. And, and a lot of people in a lot of marriages and countries and stuff, they do operate like that. They the operate woman, like The that. woman is looked at as a slave. Like but less of a person. But that's not what the Bible says. Come that's on not through. what the Bible says, okay? That's not, you know. So being arrogant and self-observed in individuals Want to serve their won't serve their spouse. Nope. 
And this is what hinders the intimacy it in your does. marriage. It hinders it blocks something within your marriage. Yes. You yes, know, yes. if you don't feel the closeness, you don't feel maybe you need to check yourself. Am what have I done for my spouse lately? What have you done for me lately? Come on. Do, 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 do. See, Janet Jackson was on she point. She was with on that. point, yeah. Cause after a while you wanna be like, dang, you know, I'm always serving you and you're never serving me. Today we're talking about the husband and the wife. This is we're a message both. for both you individually. We don't even want you to look at your spouse. Come on, man. Search yourself and say, what can I do to serve my spouse better today? That's what it is. It's all about looking within yourself. So serving our spouse is actually, it, it, you have to be humble to do this. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you might think you're coming across as weak, but actually it shows strength. Come on through. It shows strength and it actually draws our hearts closer yep. and it builds the intimacy within our marriage. So you're not weak. You're strong when you're serving one another in the marital relationship. And that that shows what you said just now, that when you think like that, you have the wrong mindset. Totally. Because when you're in marriage, really, your spouse becomes you. Mm. You become one person. So why don't you want to serve yourself? Why don't you want your own your own body to feel good? Ooh. Why don't you want your own body to, you know, look good and and be comfortable and be secure? All so of whenever it, yeah. you don't serve your spouse or do what mm. your spouse wants, it's like you're doing your own self um disjustice. Injustice. Injustice. Come on through. Let me tell you. God said love your neighbor as you love yourself. Come on so, now. So Maybe you're not really treating your spouse right because you got a problem with you. Who you might not love you enough because when you love you and you're confident and you're you have an assurance of who you are in Christ, you're gonna want to give. Ooh. Love is a giving kind of love. Come on, God's love is a giving. For God so loved the world that He gave. He gave everything. When you have a when you have that agape love and you are really walking. In the Bible kind of love, giving should be automatic. Come on, Serving man. your spouse should be a natural thing that we do out of our love for God and for our spouse. Come on, man. And we know that when God puts two people together, sometimes he uses marriage to grow us up, to test us. Yeah. And, and some people just doing things for other people is hard. Mm -hmm. So this could be an area or a challenge that God is trying to grow you Ooh, up. He's babe. trying. He's Come trying. On, I'm telling because he he messed with me. <laughs> God messed with me and I doggone it. <laughs> Shoot. You're going to grow up. That I'm was God. You. Come on through. God said, when Straight I was a up. child, I spoke like a child. Yeah. I thought like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. That's the thing. This right is there, for man. grown folks. Serving on, your man. spouse is for grown folks. It's I'm for grown people, you. man. And man, we were, I was at the point where I just was so selfish. Self-absorbed. I was I was a man that, you know, that that was the manly of the man's. Mm -hmm. And just like, look, it's me, girl. I want, I want you, your body, and the money. <laughs> I want everything, right, Chad? Listen, listen, give guys. it to me. But I would never, you know, give back that love. I would never have the mindset of serving, not knowing that she is me. Woo. And in order to have peace and intimacy in the marriage, I gotta give. And give yeah, to her yeah. so that there'll be oneness within the marriage. Oh Come my on, God. you guys. Y'all talking. You talking already, babe. So let me tell you something. Even when you don't get a thank you, even when you don't get any recognition from your spouse, that's hard. keep doing what you're doing. 
even if it feels like, you know, golly, what, why, what, what's in it for me? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Keep on displaying the heart of God. Keep on displaying the heart of God. Now, we want to go to a scripture real quick in Matthew chapter 23. Okay. Matthew chapter 23, verse 11 in the NLT, it states, The greatest among you must be a servant. So if you think you're great and you are not serving your spouse, let the word speak to you. You might not be as great as you think you are. And that, that let me tell you something. And this, this is just the way that the world has this thing all messed up. And that's why even some churches are messed up. Some pastors are messed up. Mm. Because when they, they, get, they get this big head, like, I'm the man of God. And now they think that they're supposed to be served. But mm. God, that's not the order of God. That's not the if you're, Bible. If you're, if you're a man of God, then your heart should be to serve. If you're yes. a child of God in your marriage, then your heart should be to serve Come your spouse. On, so, you know, why did you get married if, you did, if you're not willing to give of your life? All of that. All of these quotes and all the all of these vows that we made was about me and you, me giving to you. That to death do us part. I'm gonna serve you to death do us part. That's right. I'm gonna be committed to death do us part. That's right. That's what the vows were all about. That's it was right. about what I'm gonna do. Mm. Mm. So now, you know, what what happened when you got into the marriage? Is that still happening? And and this could be the very reason why. The intimacy is broken. Yes. This could be the very reason why the communication is damaged. Yes. You can't even connect to each other because there's somebody, or even the both of you could be just off when it comes to serving each Look other. Look at all of that. Woo. And you know, I see your question in here. Um, I think it's Quita, Quita Ricks. I think it's, I, I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce it right, but you said, how can you serve your spouse when he don't respect you? Girl, Stay with us. I'm so glad you asked that question because in point two, we're going to be talking about that right there. So you hang in there with us because we are going to answer that question to the best of our ability. Come on, man. But Jesus, come on. Can I say Jesus? Jesus. Jesus gave us a perfect example of serving in the Bible when he washed his disciples' feet. In John chapter 13, verse 15, he, he washed said, the, disciples, the, the disciples' feet. They dusty, and let me dusty <laughs> you black know the, feet. Come on. You bro. know, and this this would answer that question, my sister. <laughs> well, we, what happened when your spouse is acting funky? Because we know that them disciples' feet were funky, boy. Listen. Them boy done walked through deserts, through mm, jungle, Jesus. through crazy terrain. Mm. And Jesus, the, the master, the God that created Ooh. everything, got down on his knees sure and washed their feet. This was an open display of how we're supposed to be as people. All of that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And mm. especially in our marriage. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care how funky your spouse acting. If they ain't beating on you, if they ain't cheating on you, you know what I'm saying? If they have just like this, just a regular like attitude or, or characteristic. Immaturity. That you, immaturity that you dislike then you can win that spouse back with serving. Yes. You want the intimacy that God wants, but you got to do things God's way. You got to do that's it all God's way to get God's results. Come on, baby. We always say this on our show. If you do it God's way, you will get God's results. And now. Jesus said in, in John chapter 13, 15, he said, look, I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. That's it. Do as I have done to you. We have to follow the example that Jesus all the has funk. laid out for us. All the funk. 
Serve and, beyond all the funk. And then trust Jesus for the results. That's it. See, we, oftentimes we're looking for the results to come from our spouse. That's it. Mm. That's it, babe. We're always looking for the reward to come from the person we give it to. But how many know you might not get the reward back from them? Not Our reward comes from God. Not immediately. Not immediately. This no. is this is um the problem that mm. we have as people today because we want instant results. We want things to be like now. Instant All right, gratification. I, I gave you that massage yesterday. So now what you gonna give me? Well, come on through. What? I I, I cooked this meal for you yesterday. What you gonna give me now? What, what, come on through. Come on, come on. But ahead. it takes time. Like for instance, if you go back in the Bible. And you look, read the Bible, y'all. You got to study the Bible and read these stories. Read about how Jacob, not, yeah, Jacob, how Jacob served for his wife that he wanted. For like 14, 14 years. 14 years. Um, <laughs> man, he was supposed to get the wife within the first seven years. Yeah. But then the, the, the dudes was like, no, nah, you can have this, 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 this broken up wife, my, my daughter. You can <laughs> have my broken daughter. Eye. You can get the one with the, the daughter. The daughter had a cock eye and it said, hell, right, you can have that one. And I knew I promised you, but you got to wait another seven years. So sometimes the things that we want, Woo! it takes time. All it of takes it. patience. That's but awesome. ultimately, God is working on you. Look at Girl, that. Girl, I don't tell you, you better not touch Ooh, me like that. When you, it just makes me want to touch you when you talk like that. Ooh. A man of God is so sexy. All right. Woo! Okay, let's stay focused. You're going to get what you're looking for. So let's talk about how we serve one another, babe. Right. Really briefly before we get into point two. All right. I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I'll i get up and I'll say, okay, what do you need? So when you care about somebody, you're trying to anticipate their needs right. ahead of time right. and, and take care of it, right? Right. So sometimes, okay, you've been getting up early lately and, you know, meeting clients and doing things of that nature. Well, let me talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Let me talk about it because, <laughs> I, you know, I want to, you know, lift you up. Aww. But, um, yeah, this is, what, this is one thing that Christina does. You know, like you were saying, I, I get up and I have to meet clients and I got to do certain things as it pertains to the business. So I go out there, I get up early in the morning and even, you know, um, with being contracted to certain things, I got to get up in the morning. I got to do what I got to do. And so during those times, Chris, Christina, even though she doesn't have to, but she either she either she prepares my stuff uh, like lunch or food even before I go to bed that night or she gets up early in the morning even though she doesn't have to mm -hmm. but she makes sure that you know I'm taken care of before I get out and I go out you know and then also just you know we don't get too deep into our sexual um, parts of our life but mm -hmm. she knows I enjoy she knows what <laughs> I enjoy just all, of, all that. of that all of that and sometimes she just surprises me she 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 when I get home, she's ready. She's looking good, smelling good, and you know, you know what happened after that. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but you know, this, this, these are some ways that you can serve your spouse. You know, mm. that she does. You do a, such a great job with that. Oh, look at and, you! And um, I'm enjoying that. See, you know what I mean? You're making me touch you again, baby. Okay. So I have a fresh um, yeah. thought. Just last night. Yeah. Just last night, um, we were extremely busy all day yesterday. I think we met with a, a, mentor, a mentee. For our marriage mentorship program for about two hours last night. And then after that, we had to finalize the message for today. Yep. And so we were up until maybe midnight, one o'clock this morning. And late. I really late. And I remember you just came. We were in the office and you started massaging my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I love a good massage, you guys. And just out of nowhere, I mean, it was one of those moments where you just sit there like, oh. I feel good. It felt good. It felt so good. And mm -hmm. I needed it. And, mm -hmm. and you 
saw that I needed it and you took care of it. Mm. And so that's just a fresh one right off the memory boat. You do that, you do that often. And what that says is you care about me. That's that's what serving yes. is about. That's yes. what serving is about. Yes. And, and um the thought that came to me that that movie, remember the robots, the little cartoonish that type movie. One of the things that he used to say, you see a need, you meet a meet need. Meet a need. See, see a, a need, need, meet a, a need. need. I got and, you. And that's kind of like how we have to be in, in our marriage if we want to um and um bring get close. It's talking mm. about intimacy because yes. what you're doing when you're serving each other, you're making that person feel safe. You're making your spouse feel like, you know, I'm 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 safe, I'm protected, I'm secure mm. in you. And I know that you care about me because whenever you see that I have a need or a yes. want, you fulfill that for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm and saying? And that builds intimacy because now I want to be close to you. Right. I want to be close to somebody that I know authentically cares about me. Right. You understand what That's I'm saying? That's what it's about. So, y'all, let's keep it moving. Let's go to point two. Okay. Point two is what's love got to do got to do with it <laughs> i couldn't i what couldn't help love? it i couldn't help it you guys man i love that movie by the way oh my god that's one of her favorite movies yes. so she had to put that in here tina my girl tina turner come on through but yeah what's love got to do with it so we got a question for you guys what if you're having uh, struggles with getting closer to your spouse yep. you know you're emotionally withdrawn from your spouse you don't feel like praying with them, which builds spiritual intimacy when yep. you pray with your spouse. You don't feel like talking to them, yep. which builds emotional intimacy when you're building a relationship through communication. Yep. Or if you don't feel like having sex with your spouse, yeah. that's sexual intimacy. So what do you do yeah. when it comes to this? So Yeah, because this is one thing that um, you got to control your emotions mm -hmm. within your marriage because sometimes your emotions are going to say, he don't deserve it or mm -hmm. she don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like doing this today or I don't feel like doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's a dangerous way to be living because your emotions are all over the place sometimes. Yep. It just depends on the seasons <laughs> of your life. That your emotions could be high, low, Real talk, left, right, all over the place. and and But... Especially if your spouse has done something to you Ooh. that you still holding against mm, them. Resentment, so, pain, ooh. hurt, all of now. that, all of that. And so you're not going to want to serve your spouse. Mm -mm, you don't feel they deserve it. You don't feel they deserve it, okay? That's it. So in this point, this is what we want y'all to remember. Jesus, remember, he is our greatest example of serving. He displayed his love for us while we were yet sinners. Funky dusty come on through while we were yet sinners christ died for us come on god jesus was like lord not my will but let your will be done so he was like okay i'm gonna do this regardless of how i feel regardless of how i feel and, and, and i'm sorry go ahead babe no well, well i was gonna say that's so good because the god kind of love has nothing to do with emotions all of that you know, if, so we asking what it love doesn't it doesn't. So what love got to do with it? The God kind of love loves beyond your feelings, yes. your, your emotions, yes. and that's what God did with us. Regardless, we were we were man. I remember I was in the clubs. Mm, I was getting high. Mm. I was all messed up, selling selling drugs, doing drugs, doing all kind of crazy stuff. Talk about it. But through that, his love, I kept felt, feeling his love drawing me and chipping away at my heart. Mm. And that's what our serving does. Mm. So, you know, your love 
your God kind of love will cause you to want to serve regardless Woo! of what your spouse might have done, mm. regardless of how you feel. Yes. It'll push beyond your emotions Come and on. say, no, I made a decision yes. to love my spouse. So regardless of how I feel, Come on. I know I have to do this. I know I have to do this. So we must continue to do the right thing regardless of how we feel. That's it. This is what, you know, Jesus did for us and it's called grace. And we have to extend grace even to our spouse, you guys. We can extend grace to people on the job and Come people, on. you know, that you don't even know. But when it comes to extending grace, that's when you give something good to them, though they don't even deserve it. Come on, ma'am. That's grace. That's you, grace. You see what I'm saying? So let's look at Luke chapter 6 real quick, guys. You want to go there? Let's go to Luke chapter 6, verse 32. That's a long one, too. Yeah, I think it's necessary. Come All on, right. what do you think, boo? All right, you ready? Yes, yeah, so it states... If you love only those who love you, mm. why should you get credit for that? My God. Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners do that much. Yep. And if you lend money to those who, uh, I'm sorry, and if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners live, lend money to sinners for mm. a full return. Ooh. So this right here, man, is like on point, you guys. And I want to reference um, the 36 verse also mm. because it's so awesome, you guys. He go, Jesus goes on and say, love your enemies. Ooh. Do good to them. Lend to them. Serve your spouse. Come on. Without expecting anything in return. Hey. God. Then, here goes the promise, you guys. Then your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High God. For he is kind to those who are unthankful. Jesus. Wicked. Come on. Who don't deserve it? Like, like us sometimes. Come on through. So he goes on to say, you must be compassionate just as your father is compassionate. So we had a question here. Say, what if my spouse don't respect me? What yeah. if they don't treat me the way that God says to treat me? They, they're not loving me as Christ right. loves the church. Right. Here's the scripture that we want to encourage you in right now. Yep. Continue to do good because your reward is going to come from heaven. That's it. Your reward is going to come from That's heaven. And, and so even in this scripture, the question is, you know, how are you different from the world? That's what the script <laughs> that's what the scripture is all about. It's like, okay, you you got into marriage, it's supposed to be a godly marriage, but what are you doing differently than what the world is doing? Mm -hmm. The world loves people when they love them back. The world gives money when they can when they're able to pay them back. All of that. You see? And but you, if you know the if you notice the pattern, it's it's about what that person can give can, back to me. That's not the Bible kind of love. That's not the God kind of love. If you we talk about intimacy, come on, you guys. We talk about getting close. Yes. How to build an unbreakable bond. Yep. Yep. You have to have the kind of love that is not looking for anything when you yes. serve. When yes. you are serving, don't look for nothing. Your love has to be the agape love that is about you know me. Focusing on my spouse, yes. I'm gonna do it because I love you and Ooh, I care about you. And even if you don't give nothing back to me, mm. I'm gonna keep on. Come my on, love man. is relentless. Yes. Woo, your love is relentless. That's that love that God has for us, you guys. That love that is relentless. That's it. That chases us, that runs after us. Come on. That's, That's it. that same kind of love that we gotta show in our marriage. That's it. For one another. That is it. So serving our spouse is an act of the heart. Mm. 
We must be committed no matter what because we are working as unto the Lord That's and it. not unto our spouse. That's it right there. It's not about our spouse. It. It's about pleasing God. This is what the words say. Now, now listen, marriage is a God thing. This ain't for everybody. This, this message is not for everybody. But if you are a child of the Most High God, come on. If you are a son of God and you have a heart to please God, you will yield to this word. You will submit to this word today. That's it. Come on. Now, now, now let's just put it out there because we don't want y'all to think that every day we feel like serving each other. <laughs> Cause, Negative. Cause I'ma I'm just be Negative. real. Sometime our attitude be funky in this house. Yes. That, that that's I'ma just be real now. Cause look, <laughs> our one thing is that we believe. That's why we say marry for real. We believe the sh in showing the imperfection sometimes yes. in our life. We ain't perfect people. Mm -mm. You know. But one thing that we've learned that when we yield to the spirit of God and we do things God way. We get God's result. Always works out. But for does, the good. does it happen all the time? Do we miss it? Yeah, yes, sometimes we, we miss it. We fail sometimes in this area. Come if we on can now. keep it 100. And especially earlier on, and we're going to get to that part. We're going to talk about sexual intimacy a little later Ooh, in this message today. We're going to talk the, about the, that. The, we, we are. We're going to get there. Okay. Because <laughs> this is a major one. I know for us sisters, when the brother make you mad, you like, look, don't touch me. Don't look at me. And that's real. Just, just stay away, okay? Yeah. So we're going to get to that, but let's go to Colossians chapter 3 real quick, verse 23. Uh -huh. It states, work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord Good stuff. rather than for people or mm. for your spouse. Good Come on stuff. through. All right? So I think we're ready to go to point three, babe. All right. All right. We ready? Check it, check it, check it. Point three is... You got what I need. <laughs> you got okay. what I need. Let me tell you something. A husband has what his wife needs, and a wife has what her husband needs. Definitely. And when we receive these needs from our spouse, yep. we are serving one another. Definitely. And it grows our intimacy, okay? It does. So no matter how bad you think you are, you cannot meet your own needs. Ain't no way. I wish I wish it was a, a wish. Sometimes I wish I could because <laughs> I would have everything, you know. But that's why God put people in your life, and that's why your spouse is in your life. Yes, and yes. that's that's why you you're different from me, mm -hmm. and I'm different from you. Mm -hmm. I love. Let me tell you something. One thing I enjoy, I enjoy, you know, when we have our time together, and we able to turn off them lights upstairs. <laughs> And we able to get into our secret place. Yes. I enjoy that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so when you fulfill my need in that area, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you keep me smiling. You keep me yes. laughing. Stress-free. Stress-free. I try. But one thing that I also noticed that that's not my only need. It's like, I also, I'm a person that I love affirmation. Mm -hmm. You all know, of that. Yep, all yep, of that. Yep. I love when my wife says yep. that I'm doing a good job. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're a man and I thank you for going out and, and you working for the family. You're doing everything that you need to do. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And this is one thing that I'm learning, you know, because mm -hmm. before all I thought about was sex. Wow. <laughs> but I, that's just, just real. Yep, yep, but yep. Being, being now that I'm a little bit more mature, I'm realizing I'm a lot more about myself. Look at that. And one thing yeah. that that's I appreciate that also that, mm. you know, you come to me and you actually <laughs> fulfill my need in that area. Yes, yes, and, yes. But, but, but you wouldn't have done that or you wouldn't be doing that unless 
I express that to you. All that that's that. a need that I have. Totally true, babe. So totally you heard true. me, and now you're fulfilling that need. Mm-hmm. And it's often. Aww. And I hope it's tonight. <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there. Okay. I got you, boo. So unmet needs yeah. will make a marriage fall apart. Come on. Keep on not meeting your spouse's needs and you and you you know, they're gonna start pulling away from That's you. Real. Come on. They're gonna start disconnecting their hearts. That's real. When we serve our spouse, we keep our hearts close. Yep. When we don't meet our spouse's needs, our spouse will begin to disconnect and pull their hearts away from us, okay? That's it right there. Because I want to stay right there because that's the whole theme of this month. Yes. It's about getting close to each other. It's about building that unbreakable bond. Mm -hmm. So if you are not meeting your spouse's need, this is is what could happen. This is why there may be distance in your relationship because you're not meeting your spouse's need. Yes. Yes, check maybe it. you know. Um, sometimes you're complaining about your spouse, mm. but maybe you're complaining too much. Maybe you don't need to be complaining so much. Maybe you just need to do things that would make your spouse happy. Mm. Put your put your own things that you may want on the shelf for a little while. Look at that, and begin to serve your spouse and see. See, you know what I'm saying? Prefer others. The Bible Bef- says before for yourself. Yes, yes. You yes. see what I'm saying? Yes. And so you know. We know that you may be on a different level than your spouse. Mm. Your spouse may not know, may not be as mature as you are. Yep. Just keeping it 100. Just, you got, just keeping it this real. This is what we're dealing with in most marriages. You That's know, it. you got people on different levels. You see what I'm saying? But if you're stronger, then cater to the spouse who's the, the weaker. That's you it. know, in what area that they're weaker in, right? That's it. So unmet needs are at the core of a lot of the arguments, the disconnections, the disappointments yep. that we're facing in a lot of marriages right now. It's one of the main reasons why there's a lack of intimacy in the relationship. Yep. Think about this. How in the world can you bond with someone who doesn't care about now. you enough to meet your needs? Come on now. It's hard. No matter how much you're displaying the love of God, you, you know, you got to keep working it as unto the Lord. Yep. But you you want your heart to naturally be connected to your spouse. Naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're just connected because you both love each other. That's you're it. serving one another. That's it. And it's, it, it's a natural, mutual love. That's it. And yeah. that, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And and that's what serving does. Yes, yes, It yes. opens up your spouse's heart. Yeah. Because now they're not seeing you. Mm. They're seeing God. Mm. They're seeing the characteristics of God. And that's the one thing that you don't want. You don't want your spouse to see you. Woo! Mm. You want to see that your... You want your spouse to see that you're making yourself available for God to shine through you. Yeah. But you don't want your spouse to see you. Mm. because ultimately it's going to be the presence of God that draws your spouse closer to you. Mm. That's what keeps us connected. That's, that's what keeps that's us what connected. That's what builds yeah. our unbreakable bond. That's right, babe. You see? That's right. Because it's not us that's working. It's mm-hmm. God working through us. I love that's all That's keeping that. us connected. You yes. see what I'm saying? And I love that you say that because that's spiritual intimacy. When we pray with, when we pray together with one another, when Come we study now. the word of God together, when we, you know, connect with other godly marriage marital couples yep. we're growing our spiritual intimacy because i see someone on here said um intimate intimacy starts before the bedroom you are absolutely right you are absolutely right um uh think it's antonice intimacy intimacy does start before the bedroom that's why you need to be emotionally connected to your spouse you yep. need to be spiritually connected to your spouse yep. because let's keep it real you guys when we 80 and 90 years old 
the sexual part of our marital relationship. It's going to be gone. It, it, it's going to be well, very little. Let, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I take that out. I take that back. Because when I get 80, 90 years old, I'm going to be like Clarence Carter. You know what I'm saying? I'm being struck. <laughs> but if we That's can... what I be doing. <laughs> the, the 80, 90 years old, let me tell you something. I pray to God. Look, if if Abraham could do it. <laughs> I'm all right, a, look, all right, you know, all right. No, I'm for real. With you. I got you. For I real. Got you. Okay. For so real, we could be Abraham and Sarah. We could be up, Abraham up and Sarah right, up in here. Right. So, but but on the real, for, let's let's say this. For most people, when they get older, the sex ain't no more like an issue. They they don't think about sex no more. Yeah. Now it's about the closeness within the relationship. Yeah, yeah. For them other people, you know, they're gonna need emotional intimacy That's and it. spiritual intimacy. But we're gonna have all three, right, babe? We're we, we we gonna have sexual intimacy right too, right? There, babe, right there, babe. Look, <laughs> look, 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 all that. That's what we're gonna keep doing. So come, come on, on you guys. Let me tell you something. Now let's also be realistic. Our spouse cannot meet all of our needs. Come on now. Okay? There are some needs that can only be met by God. When you're talking about your identity, when you're seeking, when you need healing in your heart or in your body, come on, when you need deliverance, when you need the peace of God yep. that surpasses all understanding, yep. when you need the joy of the Lord, come on. That, that, that can't come from your spouse. Right. There's some things you can only get from our Heavenly Father, That's right? Good. But But the things that we can receive from our spouse, yep. we should be willingly meeting our spouse's needs. Right. So let's talk about what it looks like looks like to meet our spouse's needs um, in, in a couple of areas right here. Okay. Just a couple of areas. We wanted to kick it off with respect. That's good. Everybody should want to be in a relationship where we have mutual respect Spec. for one another. That should be a basic need of any relationship. That brings us closer. That, that draw When you're respecting me, yeah. I want to be with you. When you disrespect, I withdraw myself. I pull myself away. That's it. Most pe that's that happens in most most cases, all right? But respect also looks like listening. Yep. I hear a lot of wives sometimes say my spouse doesn't listen to me. He makes me feel devalued. Yep. When I share my views or my perspectives, he he doesn't really respond with respect. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He yep. makes me feel like I don't have a brain. Right. Ooh. That's not that's not good. Mm. That's not going to help build intimacy in your married relationship. Not, you're not going to want to get closer to that person mm -mm. because you feel like that person doesn't see you the right way. Yeah, you know, so you're not going to want to be closer to that person. And yes. so it's, it's just, and then also when it comes to a man's respect, when a wife, I think we talked about it last night. Mm -hmm. um, Men don't like to feel like your your children. You know, <laughs> we want to be respected as men, as as the head of the house. So we understand that men could do crazy things, but when we don't feel like we're respected, even though we have our our, our flaws and our issues, yes. we still need to be respected. So you know that could cause a barrier in between us. And if yep. you if you want us to draw closer to you, then you got to approach us with that respect, you know? I love all of that, you guys. These things that we're about to cover right here, we're about to wrap this up, but this is like bread and water yep. to a marital relationship. You yep. know what I'm saying? All human beings have a necessity yep. of water and food to live. Yep. These are vital to any marriage. You're going to need respect. And the second thing, you're going to need physical and emotional closeness. 
That's good. Okay? You know, we should spend frequent time with one another, cuddling, talking about life, sharing the issues of our heart, being vulnerable and open with one another, yep. being naked and unashamed. Come on. This is like bread and water to a relationship. That's it. That's it. You got to be physically and emotionally close. Yes. And then, you know, and your communication. Mm. Definitely um, communicating and, and communication is a skill. Yep, yep. It's not just blabbing out words or, you know, or, or you know, because your your body language is communication. All of that, yes. You could be saying that I love you, but then your body is like this. Yeah, I love you. You holding your head, you got your you head know? down, and you, you, you just showing me that you're not even listening to That's what I'm it. saying. That's it. So effective communication could draw could could build intimacy. Absolutely. When you're communicating the right way. Yeah. When you're even in even in that's another thing to do with respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. When you're listening. You're listening. You're 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 a good giver and a good receiver. Mm. And this this helps us, man. This Absolutely. is this is one thing like we we this is a big thing in our marriage that it has changed dramatically. Ooh, we had a problem with communication, y'all. Man, we were, we went through this crazy cycle, you guys. We would be good for two weeks. And the next week, we at each other's throats, like, missing each other, misunderstanding one another, getting offended. And yep. so we had a lot of conflict yep. in our marriage, man. We didn't, we honestly just didn't know how to communicate. At all. You know, I'm, could, I could be a bit ab abrasive <laughs> at times. And, You're a jerk. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> no, I didn't call him a jerk. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? But man, yeah, we would just be like, I'm like, why you did that? Like, what, right. what, what's, what's your problem? You know what right. I'm saying? And so <laughs> we had to work on this, y'all. Right, we, that, that's a major one. And so, but um, your commitment. Yes, yes. And commitment is is a way to definitely um, uh, you when you express yourself um, outwardly, commitment can be seen. Yes. Commitment can be seen through your actions. Yes. Commitment yes. can be seen through what you are heard by what you say. Yep. Yep. Um, when you get into, um, those arguments or any kind of, um, things where you have, um, uh, challenges in your marriage, commitment does not say, you know, I'm tired of you. I'm sick of you. I want a divorce. You don't say words like that. You when don't you're say committed. words like that when you're committed. <laughs> Yeah, you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you Marriage is a lifelong commitment. Yep. And if you have that mindset, you wouldn't allow words like that to come out of your mouth. Yep. When you go through issues or turmoil or trials in your finances or in your health, yep. you're rooted in the relationship. That's you're it. not looking for a way out. You're like, the only thing that's separating you and I is death. That's it. That's it. That's what commitment says. That is what commitment is. You know? And yeah. we, we that's it. We talk about two servants in love. And Come then on, also, the last one is sexual fulfillment. We're going to save that for last year. We have to meet our spouse's needs mm. sexually. Mm. All right? Uh, sexual fulfillment. And this means all across the board. We don't, we don't, we're not even talking about even just the act, the act of it. You know, um, how does your, what are your spouse attractive to, to, attracted to? What turns them on? What turns them on? Yes. You know, you got to start doing that. We're talking about servants. Yeah. Two, two servants two in love. Two servants in love. You know, how are you serving your spouse sexually? Mm. Uh, um, you know, if like one thing that used to tell me, babe, mm -hmm. that you like my beard with nothing on the side. I like the Ross. We, I, want, I want the Rick Ross. Our marriage has evolved. It changed. We've been together for almost 20 years. And yeah. so sometimes I would like you to look certain ways and right. things like that. And vice versa with me. Yeah. We would we would be honest yeah. with each other about what we're attracted to. Yep. 
be honest with your spouse and tell them, look, babe, I, I like you this way. Yeah, I because, like, that's it. Because at the end of the day, the only person you should really care about how you look is your spouse. Is your spouse. You know, okay. so so when my wife says that she likes for me to wear this, this, or she likes my hair a certain way, or she likes for me to beef up a little bit, <laughs> then hey, I gotta listen to that, you know, and no. and and not only for me, but if I want to serve in that area, um, we talk about sexual fulfillment, Ooh, Jesus. then I gotta serve in that area. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. We, we we got to we got to become. Um, what our spouse desires. That part. Ooh, my we, God. And help each other. Don't, you got to be very sensitive with this topic right here, you guys. Sexual fulfillment. When you, you know, don't be like, why you don't, and please don't compare, compare your spouse to nobody. No, no, we ain't saying well, that. We, well, we ain't about to do. We ain't saying why that. Why you don't do it like this? And yep. why you don't, because see, in this category right here, yep. we got to be careful because it could be perversion. And that's one thing, that's a whole nother topic right there. It could be perversion that is shaping, shaping um, your view of what you want in your spouse. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Um, you can't be comparing your wife, fellas, Ooh. to the chick that you, when you just got finished watching that porn flick. Oh my gosh. Ooh. The my. way she been, them, them moves that she was doing and those positions that she was doing, your wife might not know about all of that. Oh my gosh. You didn't <laughs> know something. That, look, that's going to be definitely be another topic. Oh yeah. But... We're, we're assuming that it's a pure type of attraction. Pure. So, but you have to, have to keep yourself attractive yes. to your spouse. Yes. And that's what it's all about. And and sexually fulfill that that um, charge, I guess, that your your husband or your wife has for you. Yeah. And um, you, you know how often your spouse wants it, how often your spouse needs it. The word fulfill means to complete, like fill up a void. You know what I'm saying? If there's something in them in this area of sex that they, they want you to fill that void, right? Fulfill it. You know, so if they've been talking to you about, babe, why don't we try this? Or why don't we try that? You know, give it a try. But one thing, we're not talking about things that are um, painful, hurtful. Yep. Come on, there should be mutual pleasure and satisfaction in Come this on. area of, of the bedroom. Man, we're gonna we're gonna get on this topic. All of that. We hadn't talked about it yet, but um we definitely y'all stay tuned, keep following us. If you hadn't liked our page yet, like our page because we're gonna get real. We're going to get real and and everything is going to be kingdom minded. But um, look, y'all, if y'all enjoy that, man, look, this is actually the last, um, uh, this is actually the last, um, I guess, lesson or teaching on yeah, of the, the series of the series, The Unbreakable Bond. And uh, if y'all enjoyed that, make sure y'all share it. Yeah, <clears throat> make sure y'all share yes. it. Go back to it and also watch it on our podcast. We have a podcast that y'all can actually go to. Yes. And um, check everything out. It's on YouTube, um, Facebook, down the timeline. But come back and um, check that out. But yes. right now, y'all know what we're about to do? Q&A, baby. Q&A, baby. Ask us if you got any questions what? right now. It's time to ask Mary for real. Y'all ask your questions. And we always put it out there. If we don't know what you're asking, if we don't know the answer, then we'll definitely let you know that we just we don't just know. We just don't know. We, we have experience, over 19 years of experience in marriage. We are um, uh, we have been, been in, in ministry for over 20 years. And so whatever we have, we will give it to you because that's our job, is to give what's inside of us to yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. We want real questions. 
What questions y'all got? While I'm waiting on your questions, I'm gonna shout out some more of our people in here. Tommy, Tommy say, don't compare your spouse to another man or woman. Come Ooh. on through, bruh. What we ain't about to do. Come on, come on. Our spouse is just right for us. Okay, Corey says, how do you guys feel about going to sleep angry, sad, or upset with your spouse? Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a Bible answer and we got a real, a practical answer. Yeah. <laughs> the, Give it to The him. Bible says. The Bible. Do not let the sun go down upon your wrath. Right. If you're angry, deal with it before the sun goes down. That's yeah. what the word of God says, all right? Yeah. Have we won every battle in this category? No. No, we have not. There has been some times, man, we have been so angry with each other that um, we sometimes we would try to stay up all day and, and fix it yeah. and resolve the issue, but it's just so thick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. we wasn't able to get through it, and so now Without, it goes into another day. Yeah, sometimes we had to get mediators. Sometimes That's how we, we got had to it. make a phone call and say, yep. look, this is what's going on. Yep. And so, no, we don't agree. Definitely, we don't agree with mm -mm. going to sleep because what we found out is that <clears throat> when today's anger, Woo! when you go to sleep on that anger and you wake up that next day, it will be worse. Let me tell y'all something. It'll be worse. I, it has been much worse for me. Like, I would rather resolve it today because now, oh, and don't go to sleep. This is what I hate. I would hate when we would have a conflict and this brother would go to sleep. I mean, he's sleeping good. I'm sleeping good. And I'm up trying to figure, that would make me more angry. I'd be over there, I don't even want to touch her. I'd be like on the, on the, you know, that lad, that, that little skinny piece on the edge of the, the, um, the mattress, that little lip. I'd be sleeping right there on that lip. I said, girl, don't touch me. Don't even touch me. That would, that would make don't me look more at angry. Me. Don't even look at me. I ain't gonna hear you breathing right now. Yeah, but anywho, he would be sleeping, y'all, and that would make me more angry. So, no, please, please, you guys, try everything in you to get the conflict resolved in the same day. Because the next day's anger will be much worse, all right? So, what other questions? <laughs> Thank you, Samaria. All right. Carlin says, the intimacy in a marriage is worship unto God. Woo! Amen to that. Miriam Mar Holmes says, uh, if your husband has left the house, is it okay for you to move on? Well, that's, that's abandonment. You know what I'm saying? If he has abandoned the marriage, then the Bible says if an unbelieving spouse wants to go or wants a divorce, let him go. And I believe that's in, I know it's in the book of Corinthians. I want to say 7 and 15. But yeah, God, that's what the word says. You you can't be with nobody who don't want you to be with them. And you can't force them to do what they, what, what they don't want to do. So if they made a decision to leave, then... What it looks like to move on, if, if they're not asking for a divorce, just we're just putting it out there. If if they're asking for a divorce, and this is what we're kind of hearing you say, if it's a divorce, then you can't make them stay. Let them move, let them go on with their life, and you move on with yours with God. But run to God. We know it hurts. You we know that you might get angry, but take out your frustration, your anger, and your pain. Go to God. You gotta take it to God. 
and move on. And God will help you to get through that. But definitely, if your spouse wants to leave and they already made up their mind to get a divorce, you got to let them go. You got to let them go. All right. I think your name is Keita Ricks. She said, uh, okay, if you and your spouse have been separated for three months and during the three months, uh, he has still been coming over to the house, um, eating and stuff, seeing the kids, sleeping over. There's been a few intimate sessions. Um, but now you just found out that he's been intimate with some co-workers. Mm -hmm. Well. That he's been what? In intimate, sexually cheating. He's been cheating. Okay. Flat out. That's what he's been doing. That's grounds for divorce. I mean, this this is the thing. If he wants to reconcile, if he wants, if, if he's remorseful, if he wants to do better, if he's wanting his marriage, he'll do whatever it takes to keep his marriage. So in that case, then yeah, God has given us a ministry of reconciliation. You reconcile with your husband. You get counseling. You get mediation. Y'all work through whatever issues y'all going through. But if this brother out here spreading his wild oaks, you know, being unfaithful, then no, you, you are going to have to protect you and your children. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you might need to remain separate until that brother has made a choice to choose his marriage over his own desires. Yeah. Um, you gotta, this, this is the issue. That lust issue has to be dealt with. Mm -mm. Um, if, because once you're committed, you're in a marriage, then that's that's what you should be focused on, that marriage. Nothing else should come inside of that marriage. So there has been some boundaries that hadn't been in place in your marriage. And in order for you to move forward, the number one thing that you got to deal with is that lust. And number two, y'all got to set boundaries around your marriage to say, look, if, if we're going to get angry, if we're going to get upset, when there's conflict, conflict in our marriage, we're not going to look outside of our marriage. We're going to stay in and divorce is not an option. That's right. We're going to stay in and Amen. fight for Amen. each other. You know what I'm saying? So that has to be, before you can move forward in any kind of relationship, deal with that lust. Get that out your marriage because that's destroying your marriage. Amen. Kamara Lucas, you said for spouses that don't believe that praying together will make a difference. Could you please explain that it's good for spouses to pray together and that it does help the marriage? Absolutely, girlfriend. Let me tell you something. Woo! When we were in the process of healing from our marriage being completely destroyed, let me tell you something. Latroy and I would lay a blanket on our floor and we would just lay before God together, crying out our heart and our soul to one another, going to God together in prayer. Yep. That is what really restored our marriage. We would fast and pray. Yep. We would go with no food for seven days. Come on. We we was we was like, look. We want our marriage, but it's obvious that we've been doing some things wrong. wrong. So yes. we're gonna have to go all out. Yep. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to fight. Yep. And we fought in prayer. And as we look, we standing here before y'all right now. We standing before thousands because of the goodness of God, because of the healing power of God. God is a prayer answering God. So I want to encourage each and every one of you on this live today. Pray with your spouse, but don't just pray with your spouse. Pray for your spouse. That's good. That's pray good. for your spouse. You understand God? Help them, Lord God. Help everything they put their hands to to prosper. Help them, oh God, to flee lusts and temptations. Come on. There's so many things that's coming after our spouse on a daily basis, and we got to keep them covered. Yep. Prayer works. Wow. I got a question from, I think it's Carolyn. 
uh, Natasha Limbrick. Mm-hmm. How do you balance the time you spend with the Lord and the time you spend with each other? How do you determine the healthy balance? All right. Um, the one thing is that if you read the Bible, Paul talks about when you get married. And he said that um, when, when, once you get married, he said, I wish that you could stay like me because I'm single. I'm single, you know, and mm-hmm. I can, all, all I can do, all I got to do is serve God because mm. I'm single. Mm. But once you get married now, everything that you do now, it changes. It pertains, certain things that you do now has to um, be, be, uh, contrib- hold on, be contributed to your spouse. Mm. Mm. You got to do things for your spouse now because now there's another person that's, that, that you're bonded to. Look at that. You see what yes, I'm saying? Yes, yes. So that's the wisdom that Paul gave. But now how do you keep the balance when you're married but you still want to serve God and love God? Because on the other end of that scripture, it says even though you're married, you still got to, you know, serve or love the Lord with all your heart. Yes. That's, ba- that's basically what it was saying. Amen. So what you have to do in marriage is the word that I hear is respect. That's all. It's respect. Mm. And it's like, okay, what is the time that you're going to set to spend time with God? Set set a certain time during the day that you're going to spend time with God. Mm. And say, hey, babe, when I'm in this time, please, I would appreciate it that, that you give me this oh, time. yes. But yes. at the same time, you have to give time to your spouse also. Yes. So once you are in that time and spending that time with your spouse, you know, I know because when we, when we spend the time together... We love we love conversations. We talk about God. We talk about life in general all the time. But then when it's our time to to be with each other and we spend time with each other, we don't get into conversations like that. We just want to spend. We just want to talk about each other. Yes. We want to serve each yes. other. We yes. want to we want to enjoy life together. Just mm. enjoying each other's company. Look at that. And um, so I would just say, create a a, a time for the Lord. Mm. And when it's that time, just be mindful to have that respect for each other in marriage. But we can't be so legalistic because we know that you got to flow with the Holy Spirit sometimes. Sometimes the Holy Spirit just out of the blue is like, you know, I need you to spend time with me. So, you know, but just be respectful. Say, babe, you know, I I, want to spend time with God. Yes, yes. Is it okay to spend time with God? And we do that. Like, you you go in the closet and when you go, we got, you know, when you go in the closet, I know not to bother you. You know what I'm saying? When I go in the closet, he knows not to bother me. Sometimes we join each other and we come in there and we pray and we go before God together. But sometimes we still have our separate individual time Time with God as well. And God talks about this even when it comes to listen to listen to the mindset that God wants you to have. He said that even before you go fast, go mm. go talk to your spouse before you go on a fast. Because you can't just say I'm not I like that. I'm not gonna spend time with you because I want to go on a fast. I'm not gonna give you none right now. I'm going I'm, on a 55 day fast. I'm going on a 55 day fast. <laughs> you can't just say that. He says no. Consult with your spouse first. Right. Talk to them first. Yep. So this is the attitude that God wants you to have when it comes to serving him. That's good. God is a God of order. God is a God of order. What other questions you guys have? Wow, wow, wow. Yes, Kamara. She said, I had to learn that. Come on through, girl. We we are in a a school of learning here. And one thing I want to say, because, boy, I'm telling you, we had a problem with this earlier in our marriage. Please, when it's time to... When it's time to get together at the end of the night or whenever y'all hook up, man, leave the Bible on the dresser or something. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't 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 turn on no praise music when you're in the bedroom. 
All right? No, 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 no. And the reason why I said that because some people we look, some people would say that that they don't they 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 don't listen to love songs when when it comes to getting together with their spouse. Like what? Like what? We so, listen to clean love music, love on, songs, man. husband and wife. You know what I'm saying? Nothing with, you know, perversion no and no sexual song creeping over to your house at 2 a.m. and come stuff on, like man. that. We don't listen to stuff like that. But, you know, we listen to jazz. Yes. We listen to good music that's that's talking about how we can love each other. Yes. You know, we listen to stuff like that. We don't bring no praise music into our bedroom. No, we, there's a time and a place for that, all right? Yeah. And let me leave the scripture when it comes to that. Because some of y'all be like, oh, well, come on now. We holy. We can put on praises what I do while we in the bedroom. <laughs> praises. Praises. And you stroking. Come on now. We don't do that. But the, the Bible says that, th- he says, think on these things. Things Ooh. that are pure. Mm. Things that are holy. Things, things that are of good report. So he wants you to think. Just think on positive things. Yes, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. He, he didn't say read the scripture before you get in the bedroom. Come on, man. Y'all got, come on. Stop being so deep out there. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, man. Man, I want to shout out to my girl, Angelica Wolf. I see you on here today, boobie. Thank you for joining. All right, we want to say happy anniversary. We have some people on here today celebrating their anniversaries. Come on, let, we are celebrating you today. There are still marriages that are thriving. Come on, all over the world. All right, Miriam, I see your comment. You said, who should pay for a divorce? Um, woo. I mean, I guess the person who's asking for the divorce. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll leave that there, honestly. Um, that's how I would answer that. Who's ever wanting the divorce, I guess, should pay for the divorce. Because I'm not in agree. If you're what, what, because you've asked that question, it sounds as though you know you're not. You don't really want the divorce, maybe. So why should you have to pay for it? Mm. All right. Hey, hey. What other questions y'all got? Y'all got any more questions? If y'all don't have any more questions, we're gonna wrap up this Friday. Today is our date day. It's date finally day. sunny over here in Atlanta. Come on, y'all got. It was raining all day yesterday. All day long. But we are so glad you. What, Thank you, Lord. Come on through. What are we going to do? All right. Oh, I know one thing we going to do. <laughs> I know one thing we don't. Stop. And it ain't about the money. Listen. <laughs> so I know one thing. <laughs> this is what, see, this is how we roll, guys. <laughs> Laugh in your marriage. Come on. Have fun in your marriage. Yeah. Be your spouse's friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, we're going to have fun. But, so. yeah, I mean, that's serious, man. Y'all got any more questions? If y'all don't have any more questions, man, we, we just want to thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for coming. And, um, man, look. Marriage, marriage will work, and you can have enjoyment in your marriage. You can have a good time in your yes. marriage. If you just be real, don't look, man. You can't go to somebody that's real and love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not, not for people who's trying to be religious and say, no, you know, I can't listen to that. Yeah, no, enjoy, enjoy your, your marriage. God said, enjoy the wife of your youth. Come on. Let her breast satisfy you at all times. Oh, Jesus. That's what the word says, all right? We're going to pray right now. We're in prayer. Let's pray. Y'all ready? Y'all stay with us, y'all. Stay with us right now. It's prayer time. It's prayer time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow, God, you have done it again. He did it, y'all. Glory to God. We, We depend on you every time we hit live. 
We depend on you. We yes. depend on the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we just want to say thank you that you gave us the words to speak in this life today. Yes. And we just thank you, Lord, that husbands and wives have heard, they've received it. This word has taken root. Yes, Lord. On the inside of their hearts. And God, we just pray that they won't be just a hearer of this word. Yes. They will leave this life today and apply the word in their marriage. Yes, They'll Lord. be a doer, Lord. They will be a doer of your word. Father, we pray for yes. reconciliation all over the world. All over the world right now. There's couples that are separated right now. There's couples that have divorce papers pending right now. And God, we just pray that your love will come in and cancel the assignment of the enemy. We're praying for reconciliation. Holy Spirit, touch their hearts right now, oh God. Touch the hearts that are hard right now, Lord. Help them to see you in their marriage, oh God. Help them to pause what they want to do and say, Lord, yes. is this your will? Is this your will? We are praying right now for Miriam Holmes right now. She is going through right now, Lord God, a pending divorce, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will come in. Your love, your peace, and your joy will come in like a flood. Yes. Touch your husband's heart right now, God. Draw him back to you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, we believe that if hearts and minds are reconciled back to you, then our marriages will be reconciled back to one another. Yes, Lord. So God, do a new thing right yes, now, God. Lord. Cancel. We cancel right the now. assignment of the enemy the right now. We break every power right of Jesus discord. Name. We come against every power of confusion. Yes, Lord. Disagreements. Yes, Lord. And we pray right now, Lord God, that the power of love, harmony, yes. oneness, unity, will saturate every home today, oh God. Yes. Your word says, can two walk together yes. except they be in agreement? Yes. There's power in agreement. So God, we're praying that the power of agreement will be in the homes of every house right now, yes, Lord, Lord God. Allow your peace to come in. We drive out right now the spirit of anger. Right now. We drive out right now the spirit of resentment. Yes, Help Father them God. to let it go. Help them to forgive every wife right now that is harboring unforgiveness in her heart, oh God. Yes. Help her to let it go. Help her to know that forgiveness is more for her yes. than it is for her husband. The husbands that are harboring unforgiveness, help them to let it go. Yes, Father. You said leave your gift at the altar. Go back and make it right with whoever you, you have an art against. Yes. So God, I pray that Every husband and wife will go and make it right today. Yes, right now. Make it right today. Right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Life Jesus. Life is too short. In the name of Jesus. Life is too short, God. This is the dream team. Glory to God. You got to work for us to do, God. You called us to rule and reign and have dominion. Yes, Father. God. But we are allowing our circumstances to dominate us. Our flesh and our feelings and our emotion to dominate us. Help us to take control of our emotions yes, today. Yes, Father God. Lord God, we pray that it won't be by might or by power, but it'll be by the spirit of the living by God. The spirit of God. That the marriages of God. are restored. 
that marriages are healed, that marriages are delivered. We, were, we come against every spirit of addiction, drug, and alcoholism. A spirit of perversion right now, a spirit of lust that is taking over marriages right now. We break your power in the name right of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. And we lose the love of God. We lose the holiness of God. We lose the purity of God in marriages all over the world. Move by your spirit right, right now. now. In the name of Jesus, in the name we of pray. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God. All right, guys. Ooh. I think that's a wrap. Woo. Y'all, look, thank y'all for um, showing up again. Um, mm. Next week, we always take the last Friday off. We just spend that time together, y'all. Mm. And um, we're just going to hang out and just spend some time and just take a break. That's what we do the last Friday of each month. So join us next month, next Friday yes. in March um, for a new series. A new if series, guys. Man, that's going to be a whole new series. So if y'all enjoyed this series on um, The Unbreakable Bond, you know, we, we would love to hear that encouragement. We would yes. love love to hear how yes. it, it's been helping you. Just let us know, man. Mm. Give us a shout out, man, because we do respond when y'all, you know, inbox us or whatever. Mm. And we do respond. But don't forget to go to our website. If y'all need any help in your marriage, yes. you need marriage mentorship. Hit us up. Come on now. You need marriage mentorship. Mm. Go to our website. Um, sign up for marriage mentorship. Yes. Or, if you, or if you need a, a quick session. Sign up for the quick session, man, because, mm -hmm. you know, let me tell you something. There's been many marriages that came in and, you know, mm -hmm. we allow God to just speak through us and, man, their marriages have turned around. Mm -hmm. We got a lot more testimonies coming up, man, just to, just to kind of hear so that you can hear from them. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah, because yeah, you know? it's behind the scenes. Y'all don't see it. It's, yeah. it's, you know, but we're going to hopefully put it out there um, soon, put out some more testimonies of what God is doing, how he is transforming marriages all over the world. All right. So y'all go ahead. Don't forget to share this video, you guys. Let's yeah. penetrate the airwaves today. Share the video. With, with kingdom marriages. Come on, Bruce. Flood Let's it with flood this video. the airwaves. Don't forget to like the Facebook page, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram. Yep. All of the above. Share this thing in, in, in clubs. Yes, um, yes. Share this thing in groups. Share it right now. In the name of Jesus. We thank y'all, man. We thank y'all. Pray for us as we pray for you. And also, last thing. I know y'all see the banner that's up right now. You go. We got a, um, a podcast that you can go yes, listen to. Yes, So while you're at work, you can listen to us on the podcast. And we do some other things other than these lives. Um, but we do put our lives on the podcast, but we also, we're getting ready to do a lot more things through our podcast. Yes. A lot is happening behind the scenes, you guys. A lot so is happening, man. So just remember tuned. now, just remember, hey. you take these messages and you apply it to your life. You too can say through it all. We still win.